What's up, podcast? This is Matt Chalava. You're listening to the Road Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava. And it is Thursday, which kind of took me by surprise today, honestly. I didn't realize how far into the week we were. And it has been, for me, it's been kind of a slow week, I guess. Uh, it sounds a little bit co- counterintuitive because I just said I didn't realize how far into the week we are. But it has been. There hasn't been a ton of releases. Things seem like they've been dragging out with just all sorts of things going on with my business and stuff. So it seems like it seems like there's just a, a bit of a wall for reselling. But I think this week was supposed to be a little bit bigger for shoes than it is. And we're supposed to have a pretty big week next week for shoes, looking at the J Balvin's coming out and some of the other dunks coming out next week. So really, really good week coming up. And we do have the bread 350s this weekend, which I am going to try and go after. I'm not sure how how much I will go after them. They are going to probably be a pretty good flip. So depending on what prices look like come Saturday morning, I will I will kind of go after them as I see fit. But for now, I'm just kind of playing it safe and, and going only after things that I see doing really, really well. And mostly that's because my capital is very, very low for my business and I'm trying to keep things kind of balanced. So that's what I've been doing, just trying to find good flips and, and dabbling where I see things that could pop off, but mainly just going after things that are have been pretty good sellers for me or I see selling very, very consistently and very well. So that's what I've been doing. But it was a little bit of an interesting day today. I did have a situation pop up with a buyer and I'm not really sure what to do with it. I do know what I'm probably going to do and it kind of sucks, but it is what it is. So I'll just kind of talk about it right now and hopefully this can give you a little bit of insight as to how to deal with eBay sometimes. So I have a lot of issues with eBay from time to time, which are not, they're mostly not anything that's eBay's fault. It's just a lot of things come up with eBay that that sometimes you don't foresee and there are random situations and random things that occur and from time to time you have an issue with the buyer where something that happens that's neither of your faults and you don't know what to do about it and so today i got a message from a buyer they were asking me about an item that i sold them back in october i actually sold it october 1st and it's still kind of a bolo so i'm not really going to talk about it too much of what it is but i sent it out october 1st and it was a a pretty desirable item at the time the prices have gone down on it a little bit not too much but either way i sold it at the beginning of october and it was shipped out october 2nd and it's been tracking ever since october 2nd so i don't know what fedex did with it it seems to me like they probably just punted it off of like a bridge and then lost the package like that's literally what must like that probably didn't happen but that's what it seems like because it's just gone it, it disappeared and that happens from time to time and buyers are less than thrilled about it but what happened in this case is i had a buyer that filed a item not received claim against me and that's fine i mean they didn't receive their item i'm perfectly fine with them doing that but they didn't do anything about it afterwards and i'm fairly certain that it's just because they didn't really understand how ebay works um how they have to go through and actually request that they get their money back and stuff after the case is over and so they didn't do anything about it in the in the time period that they had to actually receive the item and they've been pretty pleasant with me and everything but they did reach out to me today and the case ended November 25th. So a week ago or two weeks ago, it ended two weeks ago from tomorrow, it ended. And it basically ended in my favor because they didn't do anything about it. They filed the claim and they didn't do anything. So eBay said this buyer hasn't been active with this claim in 
uh, three weeks. They haven't done anything with it. So we are giving you the sale. Hope you have a nice day. And that was the end of it. Well, immediately after that, they messaged me on the 25th and I did not respond to them because I was at work and I figured, hey, I'll get to it in a moment. And then I forgot about it. So uh, come today, they messaged me and said, hey, we want you to file a claim with FedEx. They said, we can't do it. It is your responsibility. And we would also like a replacement item. And it would be really nice if you could keep your 100% positive feedback. And that's what kind of triggered me a little bit today because that's buyers aren't allowed to do that. They're not allowed to threaten you with taking your feedback away if you don't give in to their requests. And a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think that you have to bend to the will of every buyer and whatever they say goes, that way you don't get a negative feedback. And that's just not the case, especially when a buyer says that they are going to give you a negative feedback if you don't do what they're asking. So I quickly messaged the buyer. I was in the middle of something at work, but I messaged them and said, hey, I am very sorry about this. I'll reach out to FedEx and see what's going on. For now, just file a return and I will give you your money back and we'll be good to go. And, and that was basically it. But I don't know what, they don't know how eBay works. And, and the reason I'm saying this is because they reached out to me and said, well, I haven't received anything yet, so I can't return anything. And that is also not true because I think it's happened It's happened to me multiple times. It may have happened to you where you'll sell something and then the buyer immediately requests a return. And that is a buyer who doesn't understand that you can cancel an order. They just sit, they hit return because they see that it's immediately returnable and they think, well, I spent the money and, and now, now what do I do? But that's not how eBay works. They can cancel an order. And this person can either do one of the two things. They could have canceled their order or they could have requested their money back. Either way, they would get their money back and, and they didn't do either. So I said, hey, just file a return. Like I get it, you didn't get your item back and you'll be fine. And they said, well, I can't because I never got an item. So how can I return it? And at this point, I also asked them in the message when I responded and said um, to the message where they threatened my feedback. I said, what do you mean by my 100% positive feedback? And they said, I would like to do this without getting eBay involved. That way you can keep your positive feedback. I don't want to have to resort to leaving you a negative feedback, which is again, kind of blackmail or extortion or however you want to put it. It's definitely not the way to go about things. You can't put that on eBay. You can't put that in the messages. So a couple things kind of came out of this. I ended up calling eBay because anytime a buyer gives you something that you feel a little bit sketch about, it's good to call eBay. And the reason for this is not because you may, you may not need help, but it's very important for you to call them. That way they can document it and put the messages down. And they, they do have some sort of system because when I was talking to them today, I explained what the issue was. And I said, the buyer said something about not getting eBay involved. And to my belief, I think the buyer meant let's not have to resort to me filing a claim on eBay and all this stuff. Can you just like send me a new item, which is basically what they asked, but they didn't phrase it properly. And, and it sounded as if they wanted me to send the item outside of eBay and do some sort of sketchy transaction off of eBay. And so I called them and basically said, Hey, like, here's what's going on. They basically want their item. They, they didn't get it. And I don't know what to do. I don't even know if I can provide them an item. Should I just slap another tracking label? How are you going to know if I send them an item and I ask them all these questions? And the response to me was, well, since the case is closed, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to, but they didn't say it like that. It was, that was what they conveyed to me. They, they basically said, you're fine. The case is deciding your favor. You won't lose any money. And if you get a negative feedback, we'll take it away. That, that was what they said in a nutshell, but they said, but we need to make this right with the buyer. So if you could send out another item and then respond to the buyer in a very nice fashion with the tracking number for the new item in a message, that would be a great way to respond to it. Basically encouraging me to 
respond to the buyer and make things right with them. And I think that I think that ultimately I'm probably going to do that only because think about it, eBay's not gonna give them their money back. This person is probably pretty upset. I mean, if I ordered something on eBay and didn't get it and then I tried to file a claim and it ended and I didn't understand why and I didn't know how eBay worked and now I'm not getting anything, like I'd be pretty upset. And so it's been two months, this person hasn't gotten their item. I got way, way more things going on than just paying attention to this one person, so I completely forgot about it. And it's ultimately my fault. I should have sent it. I probably should have used a more reliable service than FedEx, although FedEx has been pretty good. They've been better than the post office for me. And it's only recently that they've started to have a little bit of issues like this. So. I mean, that's not really anything that you could fault somebody for, but it is our responsibility. Until the buyer gets it, you can't really do anything about it. And so even if you feel like it's not your responsibility, it still is. I mean, you're the seller. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. And it kind of sucks because it wasn't a cheap item. It was like a $100 item. So I'm going to punt a $100 item that's gone. And then I'm going to try and send them another one. I'm probably, in all honesty, going to send them one that I got returned that doesn't have anything wrong with it. There were a couple of buyers that bought this thing and thought that it was a Halloween item because I don't think they knew what they were buying, but um, they returned it because they said, well, this doesn't work. And they were using it for something that it shouldn't have been used for anyways. So I'll make sure that it works. I'll make sure it turns on and then I'll send it out. The person will be fine with it because they didn't really use it at all in any, or anything. But it was just something where you almost kind of cringe because you're like, well, what do I do in this situation? I don't really know what to do. And the best thing in those sorts of situations is to call eBay because they are very good at handling these things. Now, in all honesty, I did get somebody who was probably, they were like, they weren't from the United States. So I don't think they 100% understood what exactly I said was going on with the situation, but they got like 90% of it, which is fine. I mean, if eBay is going to make sure that people can answer the phones immediately, that's fine. Like, whatever. I'll be happy with that. Um, it was pretty It was pretty smooth transaction. They, they pretty much understood what was going on on the phone and stuff. Um, but they did get back to me and say, hey, you're fine. Like, your case ended. It was closed in your favor. You don't really need to do anything. I mean, that was the vibe that I got. And they kind of said that, but not in those exact words. They said, if you won't have to give any money back and you won't get a negative feedback. If you get one, we'll take it away. So, okay, what am I going to lose? The, the Am I going to lose somebody's trust in me? Well, yeah, I will. And so that's really the biggest thing here. And that one buyer's trust may not matter all that much, right? Okay, if, 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 they said, if they give me a negative feedback, I could just call eBay up. I could say, hey, this person gave me a negative feedback. And I could play it like they were the ones doing the wrong thing, even though I was the one who was pretty much at fault. And so I could do that. But I think that it probably would be better to send them a new item because they're still not going to have their money. Think about it. They paid for an item and they no longer have their money and they're not going to get back from eBay and they don't have the item. I mean, that's awful. I, I would feel really bad for somebody if that if that was somebody in my family or if that was myself, I'd be pretty upset. So I understand it. I'm going to have to figure out some sort of message to craft for them because, I mean, it is a mess. It, it really is. It sucks that they don't have their item for two months and they had messaged me about it. I was waiting to see if it ended up tracking. It never did. And so now I'm going to have to go through. I'm going to call FedEx and see what's going on and see if I can get the item to be refunded to me because they all come with $100 of insurance when you buy it through eBay. At least mine do because I'm a top rated seller. And so I'll get the money back for the item. But it's just like, it's like, come on. Like, can't, can't things just work a little bit more smoothly? But that is the way things go sometimes. Sometimes you have things that just don't work out. And it's not the end of the world. It really isn't. I mean, the amount of mistakes that I made, I've just been thinking about it. And just thinking about the amount of mistakes that I made that are just stupid little mistakes that it's like, okay, you should have been paying attention better. But ultimately, you're just going to make those things. You're going to have those mistakes. They're going to come and you're going to screw things up 
day in day out and and that is how you learn the, the way that the way that you learn the way that you become more seasoned in any sort of task or or job or field is by doing more and failing more because you will learn from the mistakes that you make and it's it's very interesting because you see all these people that are older doing very well and you wonder well why can't i be doing that now think about it they've been doing this for so much longer than you they've made all the mistakes that you're going to make and so if you can get that process sped up a little bit quicker by making those mistakes faster you will be able to be where they are a little bit faster than they are so think about it you just be able to grow a lot quicker the more mistakes that you make and that's not encouraging you to go do stupid things it's just saying try more things try try doing more with your ebay and your amazon and your poshmark i mean if things are working very well with those platforms keep doing what you're doing but don't be afraid to branch out either and so that's something that has been a little bit of a an encouragement to me i mean i've i've learned a ton through the things that i've done that have been wrong and i've learned a lot of how to deal with other sellers or other buyers through just messed up transactions on ebay so I mean, they're not always just a complete loss. You do learn a lot about the platform through calling them and, and explaining what's going on. And they say, well, actually, you have this protection. And that was the thing that they told me, too. They said, because you message the buyer back and offer them a return, you are covered under our seller protection policy. So basically, I was fine. Like, they, that that's all I had to do. Just message them, say, hey, I know you didn't get your item. Uh, if you have an issue, just reach out, send a return, whatever you need to do. I'm, I'm here to help you out. And they... They said that that's fine. That's all that they want in a message back to the buyer and you're covered. And so that's it. I mean, it's not fun to take returns. I get it. But at the end of the day, it's better to have 100% feedback and take a return than to not. Because it, from what I can tell in a couple of times I've gotten a negative feedback, it has really, really dipped my sales a, a considerable amount. And things have just been not nearly as, as good after that happened. So hopefully that can be something that helps you out. Hopefully that can be an encouragement to you. Um, and that you can learn a little bit from that. But I'm going to go. You guys have a good rest of your Thursday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.